Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um... Occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Big talk, big opinions, the panel. Really cool panel this morning, folks, here on SENZ. It's 10.22. Uh, first of all, Nikki Styrus is with us, TV host, writer, anchor, former beauty queen, model, highly accomplished trampolinist, and the unenviable task of looking after husband, Scott. Pat McKendry is also with us, celebrated rugby writer, columnist for the New Zealand Herald, and a media manager, former media manager for the Crusaders, which makes him... A regular winner. Good morning to you both. Nikki, first of all, I shall go to you. Uh, you would have uh, absolutely been uh, an athlete yourself. You would have admired the gut shown in particular by Hayden Wild yesterday. Well, good morning to you both. Uh, first of all, absolutely. Um, I think I got a few strange looks from people around Newmarket because I was actually on a day off from work and had my Sky Go on and I was walking around the streets with the Sky Go on and my earpods and watching every every step of that triathlon, just, you know, willing them on. I think people were about to commit me to some sort of asylum because they thought that I was a little bit loose in the head, but um, absolutely glued to it. And what a fantastic race he ran. And, and, and credit to his mate as well, you know, because he obviously um, helped him out, got, got, got them up to the front in that, uh, the swim and the cycle leg, and then Hayden's legs uh, in the run were phenomenal. But the, the bit that was the most... The best part for me was the end when, you know, he broke down and, and, and it just showed that raw emotion of how much it meant to him, how how much he sacrificed and, you know, doing it for his father. And to me, that epitomises the Olympics. That's what it's all about, you know, so people can see how hard they've worked to achieve that elusive medal. So he's absolutely fantastic. Pat McKendry, uh, we saw that, uh, we saw actually Taylor Reid was 18th and that's a highly commended in those sort of conditions, uh, as you say, Nikki, that, that was a fantastic effort. Well, Pat, uh, I, I imagine you watched it. You might have also watched Anton, Anton Cooper. He's a, a Christchurch uh, lad, uh, and he was to the fore for a long, long time in, in his bike race. Man, those conditions look tough over there. Yeah, good day, Smithy. Yeah, look, that, that's a, um, that was a course that I wouldn't want to go near, to be honest. It was, it was very technical, very <laughs> steep in parts, and just completely unforgiving. Um, you, you, you'd have no rest on any part of that course, and um, w- what a what a ride by Anton Cooper. He was third at one point um, and looking pretty strong, but he faded slightly at the end to finish sixth. But just a fantastic ride from a, a very talented young man, and you know to see how hard he worked and, and you know how skillful he was on on a world stage. I think I think it was inspirational for everyone, and I, I think he said since that it, it's given him a bit more confidence too. So um, yeah. Still big things ahead for, for Anton Cooper. 
Pat, you're a, a mountain biker yourself. Uh, if we look at that course, I mean, it looked manicured, uh, really. It looked spectacular. Just how tough is it when it starts to dry out and it becomes dusty? And uh, and then, of course, you go onto the rocks, which are so unpredictable. We saw a couple of punctures. We saw a, a couple of bad accidents there as yeah. well. Uh, as fatigue sets in, just how tough can that be on your concentration? Oh, in- incredibly tough. Um, and fatigue would set in pretty quickly. These guys were going for an hour and 20, an hour and a half, right on the limit. Um, so aerobically, they would have been suffering just about from near the start. Uh, as I said, there's just no rest. Um, there were it was it was quite sort of sandy as it, as it went on in terms of the loose dirt and stuff. So you just couldn't let up in terms of concentration. Um, it was an artificial course. It was man-made. So whoever created it was a bit of a sadist, I think. Um, but uh, yeah, just a very very tough course. Uh, we saw um, Van der Poel, the Dutch rider, fall off, uh, come off his bike on a drop-off. Uh, he's a very talented rider himself, so it's, that sort of just showed the difficulty of that course. Nicky Storis, the fact that we're actually talking about performances, results, medals, etc., tends to suggest to me that uh, uh, the athletics is now taking over in Tokyo as opposed to the virus from, from our point of view. Is that the way you read it? <laughs> Look, I think um, I was listening to your panel the other day and we talked about the Olympics and the fact that it probably should not have gone ahead. But like everybody, once the actual sports begin, it does take over. It consumes you, especially if you're a sport lover. And I think, too, they have handled this so well. Um, Their protocols, the systems they have in place, um, they're protecting the athletes. And, you know, the one thing that I, I was talking about it with Scott this morning, one of the... Uh, silver linings, I guess, of this virus at the Olympics is that the media has had to go uh, outside the box to to bring these stories to the world. Um, And we've seen that by uh, the media going to the families, going to the schools, um, being there to experience with the families that emotion when when their athletes, when their children, when their brothers, sisters, fathers, whatever, you know, get a medal. And that is one thing that I have absolutely loved out of this, watching the Claire Burt family, um, you know, that the family in Tunisia of uh, Ahmed Hafnawi. I mean, they, they, I don't know if you saw the video of his family just going absolutely nuts when he won that 400 metres freestyle. Um, and I think that that has taken over what is, you know, uh, has been a dreadful part of the lead up to this Olympics and whether it was even going to go ahead. And that's what I'm hoping to see so much more of, you know, as this game progresses. Pat, the sevens kicked off yesterday, and uh, obviously, uh, from the men's point of view, they were comfortable wins in the end. Um, but uh, they just—I'm not sure if they look that dynamic at the moment, or whether they're just uh, keeping their powder dry. Yeah, uh, look, I agree. Although, to be fair, Australia haven't gone that well either, have they? Um, they're in trouble of missing out in the quarterfinals. Um, and Fiji have looked a little bit wobbly. They struggled against Japan, I think, in their opener. Um, but the Kiwis, yeah, look, they've, they've got um, two win, two good wins on the board in terms of points differential, which sets them up quite nicely ahead of today's game against Australia. Um, but I, I think you're right, Smithy. I think they are lacking maybe a little bit of creativity. Um, certainly they, they have uh, strength and power uh, and, and they display that often by, by competing so much of the breakdown, which is a real trademark of theirs. But I, I just think they are missing a little bit. And 
Uh, I tweeted yesterday that I, I just think that they are relying a lot on Tim Mickelson, a uh, 35-year-old who is um, still at the peak of his powers uh, in terms of creating things and finishing things. So, look, they, he, he's looming as a very, very important part of that team and uh, hopefully he stays fit and healthy uh, for the rest of it. Nicky, uh, we look at uh, the women's uh, sevens teams. Uh, they are hot favourites in my mind and everyone's mind. The way that they have prepared, the way they look, uh, are they your gold medal guarantee? <laughs> oh, you'd have to say they'd definitely be right up there, you know, next to your uh, Carringtons of this world. But uh, absolutely, look, they're, they're a class act and they've shown that time and time again. I, I just hope that they've had enough preparation. I hope that the conditions don't take its toll as they have, you know, we've seen um, with, with other sports people already. But, you know, they are professional and, yeah, there's no doubt in my mind that they are definitely uh, gold medal front runners. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that campaign. I'm looking forward to you guys staying with me. Uh, it's Nikki Styrus and Pat McKendry. We're going to take a news break, but uh, they're going to, kind enough to stay with us. We've got a couple of emotive subjects to talk about, uh, which uh, New Zealand might have a fair say about uh, on the other side of the break as well. Uh, here's Trudy with the news at 10.30. Big talk, big opinions, the panel. Ten thirty-three here on SENZ. We're right in the middle of the panel, and uh, fascinating discussions have been already. Uh, Nikki Styrus with us, and Patrick McKendry. Right, first of all, let's uh, talk about Roger Tuivasa-Shek. Uh, Nikki Styrus, a huge, huge league, league fan. You are in agreement with him uh, getting that dispensation to come home early? Absolutely not. I actually think it's the most wow. disappointing thing I've heard out of the Warriors camp. Uh, in recent times, um, and, and look, here's my here's my reasons. Um, you know, this is professional sport. Roger has been a fantastic, fantastic um, person for the Warriors Club. He leads by example. Um, he's an exemplary character, but I just think this is where he's let himself down. He's on a million dollars a year. He's a professional sportsman. He should be seeing out this contract. To me, it's just, it reeks of, we are not going to make the top eight. We have thrown in the towel. Yeah, Roger, you can go home early. And I think it's poor from the club. I think it's poor from Roger. And I think that the NRL needs to stop people breaking the NRL contracts. It happens too often. And basically, what is the value of a contract if you can walk away from it so simply? We all knew he was going to rugby. That was a given. So see out the six weeks. Do your club proud. Do your fans proud. The people that have been watching and sticking by this club through more thin than thick. And, you know, I tell you what, it's even getting to a tough watch for me at the moment. And now I'm even more disappointed. Um, and they are, they are slowly losing me over this. So, you know, I mean, people go, oh, he's, but he won't see his family. Well, I don't look at the American sports. They're a classic example Basketball, baseball, football, you can be traded in an instant. You, you have no say in that. You can be traded to Canada, and you're up and you're gone. Um, you know, look at, look at Stephen Adams this morning. He's talking, he's being traded from, uh, you know, New Orleans to Memphis. It's up, go. What about if your family's sitting in New Orleans now? You know, that's part of professional sport, and that is why they are paid so well. And so I personally, I think it's wrong, and I'm really disappointed about it. Well, thanks very much for those thoughts. I mean, that, that's a different take on uh, what we've heard from the league people themselves, but that's cool. Uh, I like that. Pat McKendry, Roger Tuovasa-Shek, 
Okay, apart from the fact that he's coming home early, he's coming home early, I would imagine, also to get prepared to play rugby. Uh, will it work in your mind? We've seen it with yeah. Benji Marshall in the past. It was an epic fail. How do you think Roger Tuivasa Sheck, with a bit of a more rugby background to him, will go? Yeah, look, um, great points by Nicky. Um, and I, I completely understand that point of view uh, in terms of um, Roger having to, to see out the rest of his contract. But I, I just find it a little bit hard to, to get upset, upset about it, to be honest. I think um, he couldn't have given any more to the Warriors. Um, and I think he, he deserves to, to put himself first for a change and, and to come home, see his family and prepare for the, the next part of his career, which is initially going to be with Auckland uh, in the NPC. And they, they kick off a week on Sunday, I think, um, at Eden Park with a big game against Canterbury. So in terms of how he's going to go, look, I, I think he's going to go pretty well. He's, he's, a, he's a massive talent. He's got pace. He's got everything that an outside back needs. Um, I He's not going to be a Benji Marshall type player um, because he's not going to be a playmaker as such. He's not going to play at first five or anything like that. So he's going to be more of a finisher, I think. Uh, I think he's going to go pretty well, and I hope he does. Um, fantastic talent, um, hard worker, an inspirational figure, um, and I hope he gets the success he deserves. News coming through this morning, Pat, about Shannon Frizzell. Uh, they're looking for an adjournment in that case. He's been charged with assault on a female, um, amongst a, a couple of other things. Uh, what do you think New Zealand rugby should do here? Should they take the league? I mean, uh, the NRL, they're very proactive on these issues. Uh, what, what should happen? Yeah, look, um, a strange one, I think, because this, these alleged incidents happened back in May, and Shannon Frizzell named in the All Blacks uh, squad in July to play... Uh, Tonga and Fiji, he, he started in Dunedin against Fiji and came off the bench against Fiji and Hamilton despite this thing hanging over him um, I, I just find the whole thing bizarre um, in particular because story published yesterday um, featuring a representative from New Zealand Rugby saying they hadn't even spoken to Shannon to get his side of the story which I just find staggering um, you know I think I, I would have thought that would be the, the first thing they would have done to get to the bottom of actually what happened so for him to play in two tests with this thing hanging over him um, and potentially sort of to continue as normal in the rugby championship and let us like up, I find it bizarre. Nikki Styrus, your thoughts? Did I not just uh, see a notification to say that he received diversion in court this morning? He's about to, by the sounds of it, yeah, and I, I scratched my head yeah. on that a, a little bit myself, actually. Um, uh, look, and look, I, and I'm unsure um, myself, but I did see something on that, and if that's the case, then basically, you know, this will be dealt with outside of the courts. Um, it's either deemed not... He's a first offender by the court, and they, they deem it not serious enough to um, give him a conviction and, and potentially ruin, you know, his life going forward, and, and you you do have to sit there and think, well, OK, I don't know much about the actual case, a little bit like panel, but sort of bewildered by it all. Um, if it was something serious, then you do have to sit there and go, well, look, is that is that the court showing preferential treatment to an all-black? However, if it is a first-time offender and isn't a serious thing, then, then, then hey, great that they've taken the stance on that and they are giving him an opportunity to, to uh, continue his career. Um, 
But make no mistake, the All Blacks will always put their brand first. You know, they will always protect their brand first before the person, and then once that's uh, protected, then they will look to, to, to help out the player in trouble. Uh, just finally, and a question for both of you, I'll get your quick thoughts on it. Uh, I've asked everyone that's come on, actually. Laurel Hubbard, yes or no? Uh, for you, Nikki Styrus. I think it's unfair on the other female athletes. Um, I think that Laurel has a physical and psychological advantage that just makes it an unfair playing field. Um, she's competed as a man for several years. That gives you a psychological advantage. And she's still got those uh, physical attributes that she's developed over the years, even though that she has gone through that transgender uh, change. And I just think that... It will be very interesting to watch, that's definitely for sure, because I think, she, you know, she's damned if she does and she's damned if she doesn't. If she wins, there'll be an outroar, and if she loses, it'll be like, what was all the fuss about? But, you know, so I, I, I personally think, no, she shouldn't be competing, but that's a tough one, isn't it? Pat McKendry, where do you stand on the issue? I mean, everyone's having a go. <laughs> Look, I... I... I think no. Um, I consider myself a pretty liberal guy. I'm certainly not anti-trans. Um, but I think it's, as Nikki said, I agree. I think it's unfair on the other competitors. Um, Laurel has, a, a, you know, their, their background in terms of strength um, and a, a psychological advantage too, as Nikki said. Um, I, I just think it's unfair on the rest of the field. And, you know, um, this may be a, an issue an increasing issue as as we go forward with um, you know um, world championships and Olympics. So maybe we need to think about a separate category. Um, but but as it stands, no, I think it's unfair. Nikki Styrus and Pat McKendry have been our panelists this morning, and some wonderful insights and opinions too. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.